and my dad will become part of the big Yariel poof in the sky. Honestly, there he is, is us. We are him. There is no force. It's only Yariel poof. <laughs> he is the force. He lives in us. He lives around us. He influences Yariel us. Yariel poof is inside all of us. <laughs> oh, I was trying to skirt around that, but nice. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Explicit tag. Sometimes I do wonder <laughs> what the aliens in Star Wars are working with. Well, yeah, we too. had I, this conversation <laughs> before. I, I think it's a, I think it's a good like thing to wonder about. You know, it's, it's perfectly natural. normal Please. to want to explore your body. Please. <laughs> are any I don't of them mammalian? Have to put another explicit tag. <laughs> no, this is science. Are any of them mammalian? Do any of them nurse their children? Yeah, I mean, they drink milk in Star uh, Wars. I yeah. mean, there's bantam milk. There are those things that Luke drinks out of. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> those dinosaur cow yeah. things, yeah. That sit upright for some reason, like a man. <laughs> Just make you more uncomfortable. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, boys. What is this? Why I'm do sorry, I have Mario on the screen? <laughs> Wait, what happened? I don't know. I sent a... GIF of Link and Mario kissing and Mac left. <laughs> no, like, my chat just, like, dropped. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, I was looking I don't, for... I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> I was looking for GIFs, and there it was. <laughs> was it in your recent searches, Elijah? Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, don't worry about it. Don't worry about what it. What is this devolved into? <laughs> I don't know. Are we you ready said to... tangent episode. It's a tangent episode. Are we ready to start? <laughs> I guess so. Before yeah. this gets any weird. I'm ready to start. Hey, man, why does it say Mac is poof on your board? <laughs> you were looking at your phone. He wrote that. Like, I just got back. <laughs> And he was writing something. I was like, oh, what is that? Oh, nice. <laughs> That's hurtful. I was waiting, to, I was waiting <laughs> to see how long it would take. I was really hoping it'd be like mid-podcast. You'd be like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> me, too. I just, me too. I'm sorry, Mac. We are all poof. We're all yari all poof. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it says, it says Mac is poof. Like yari poof. It's. It just, I spelled it weird. It just looks like it was written by a four-year-old child. Listen, listen. Don't insult the man's handwriting like that. My handwriting essentially got better till I was four and then never changed. It never changed. <laughs> I peaked. I peaked at four. Oh, God. Okay. I'm gonna get this started now. All wings report in. House dog, standing by. Mother goose, standing by. Low tech tuck, standing by. Lock S foils in attack position. Animal squadron ready for battle. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Animal Squadron podcast. It's me, House dog. And along with me today are my two very best friends that have been holding it down on the podcast lately, Mother Goose and the one and only Low Tech Tuck. Hello, everybody. Man, I get an extra title this week? Sweet. The one and only. I like the way that sounds. I'm going on a power (laughs) trip, fellas. 
It's going to my this head immediately. podcast now. <laughs> I mean, it could be. But if we left him, how would he post it, edit it, or anything? Listen. <laughs> Listen, I think he can figure it out. I mean, low tech is in the name. <laughs> Oh, it would be just horrible. It would be, like, just everyone's recording on, like, AirPods, basically, <laughs> with, like, fans in the background, and it would be really loud and chaotic. I think, I think you'd find an audience. <laughs> and there'd be no cuts. Like, it would just be, like, lots of silent, <laughs> weird parts. Lots of pregnant pauses. <laughs> so, like, being like, wait, can we take that again? And then doing it over, and then just leaving it in there? <laughs> Uh, the whole audience would have to hear me go, all right, guys, I got to pee. And then, like, <laughs> go over to my bathroom that's right next to my recording studio. And then, like, just the background, just barely, they can hear me pee. Like, it'd be really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know, I've been gone for a while. I thought this, I thought, I forgot how this show goes, you know. Welcome back. Chaos. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys have been holding it down, doing a great job. Thank you. There's Thanks, been some man. great episodes. Yeah. All of our episodes that I've listened to while I've been gone have have got me thinking. And, you know, y'all have explored a lot of information. I just wanted to come on today and have a good old tangent, man. Yeah, for sure. I like it. There's been a lot of stuff happening in Star Wars. A lot of new stuff out there. And I just wanted to talk about whatever. All right. Uh, sorry if there's yeah. a loud noise. The landscapers are here. Shame. So they're mowing. You're like, good. Right I, outside the window. I can hear yeah, nothing. Yeah, I can't either. You're good. But also, I can hear it through my headphones. Shame. So I was like, band. I was like, band. I was like, oh, shame. <laughs> they can probably hear this. Me with all my fans. I'm like, yeah, shame. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun for Elijah to edit. He's got lawn mowing in the background on my end, fans and yours. Yeah. And I'm still a little covered in soda. Not going to lie. It's been a and day. Elijah had a had a wild night. He was popping soda bottles and hasn't showered right. from the club from Chuck E. Cheese. You know, sitting up and playing Diablo till three in the morning. Yeah, got real crazy. Tomorrow he's gonna he's gonna find those Chuck E. Cheese tokens in his jeans that he forgot about. I will spin them one day. Also, House Dog, my man, Star Wars. First thing that comes to mind, go. Yariel Poof. Yariel Poof. Yariel Poof. The greatest Jedi of all time. <laughs> Everyone's favorite long neck dude. We all talk about Yariel Poof, but none of us know anything about him. I did some um, light reading he's on him. He's sick as hell, I know that. <laughs> and I think that's enough. Dude, alright, so actually, quick Yariel Poof fact. Did you know that he has two additional arms that he hides under his robes? What? Isn't Hell that terrifying? Yeah. <laughs> he really has two additional arms. Look it up. He's Hell got four yeah. arms, and only two of them stick out of his cloak. So at all times, he's just like, this guy's little arms in here like this. Is he is he <laughs> praying the whole time? Just <laughs> I was thinking more because it's cramped in there, and he just didn't have another oh. choice. Because everybody praying on Yariel Poof's downfall. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yariel Poof, the one Christian confirmed. <laughs> Christian Jedi. <laughs> uh, we're getting dangerously close to blasphemy I'm playing Cult of the Lamb right now And I, I named my cult Jesus Christ 
So, you know, I think I've already passed that line. Hey, man, God has a sense of humor. He's got a sense of humor for sure. It's oh, all yeah. good. Tuck, do you have any more Yario yep. poof facts for us? Uh, the man has two brains, one in the top of his head and the other one in his chest cavity. Okay. Like, uh... Whenever you say you did light no, research, does... how... It doesn't sound like you just did light research, like you were gonna, like, have a fact. I thought I was gonna ask you if you had another one, and you are gonna be like, no, that's all I read about him. <laughs> no, no, I read, I read some on our boy. I mean, really what I did is I pulled up the Wikipedia article last night, and I just wrote... I mean, I just read it. Wait, um, so why were you just randomly uh, reading about Yariel Poof in your spare time? Because you said we were going to talk about Yariel Poof <laughs> yeah, today. I was, I was trying to get don't ready. give him crap. Oh, you wanted like this. Me. I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot that I said that. Yeah. Oh, um, actually, one thing I did learn is, uh, you know, from the original, the first Clone Wars, the Samurai Jack guys, Clone Wars, that one. The 2D micro um, series. Yeah, you know the, the, I think they're called Ethor. It's those guys that are like kind of have like the head of a hammerhead shark. And they're humanoid. Hmm. Let me see if I can just pull one up in the chat here for you boys. One second. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm very lost. These fools. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's one in... Uh, the, oh yeah! In the 2D series, yeah, um, that's a Jedi. And he's got a name, yeah. And it turns out Yariel Poof's actually his master, and that's oh, canon. That's cool. Yeah. I, is is that the one that like screams really loud? Yes, yeah, so that's his force ability. Blue lightsaber. Yeah, force scream. Yeah. Wait. Nice. So is he a Sith? Yep. Uh, Was that a Sith scream? Yariel Poof. Also, is there a light side <laughs> Yariel screen? Yariel Poof is actually a Sith Lord confirmed? <laughs> okay, we do know he's a Quarmine? How, how do we pronounce this, That boys? sounds right. I guess, yeah. I'll believe it. That, all right, Quarmine <laughs> confirmed. Yep. So not a Kaminoan as we thought. Also, he doesn't have hooves, I told you guys he wasn't so Kaminoan. he can't be a Kaminoan. Yeah. No, and yeah. also, if you look at his face, like, if you really look at his face, he doesn't look like one at all. <laughs> Listen. But. Humans don't look exactly alike. It's true. Yeah, but all the Kaminoans we've ever seen look the same. That's true. Twi'leks have different ears based on what gender they are. Cool. <laughs> okay. There could be differences. <laughs> Which, by the way, have you guys seen that still of Hera? Of live-action Hera? The... Yeah. Which one? I mean... It, the one that's going to be in Ahsoka. That's he meant which well, photo. Yes, but like... <laughs> oh, there's multiple. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw well, one the other in... day, and it didn't look that bad. I thought she looked good. Yeah, I haven't... I personally haven't had any complaints about it, but I think we'll also have to wait and see when it actually, like, comes out fully. Yeah, what? Ahsoka yeah. drops the 27th of August, I think? Yeah, some sometime around there. So, coming up really quick. Uh, it's been a little bit of time since you guys talked about the new Jedi game. Elijah, you were replaying mm -hmm. it, right? And Tuck, you were like halfway through it? Yep. I was trying to 100% it, and then I got really bored. Mm. Not that the game's bad. I love the game. It's more just, I think a lot of... I know a lot of people love 100%ing games, but I just can't it's 
it gets really tedious after yeah. a while. Yeah, I uh, gotta be real with you guys. Gotta confess something. I haven't finished it yet. I haven't even played it. Shame. Yet, so. Banned. Shame. Banned. <laughs> Look, no, this is good. We have all, all, all different. A full yeah, spectrum. A full spectrum of viewpoints here. I played zero percent of the game. Well, Tucker played half of it, and Elijah played all of it. You know, I thought it was really weird when they brought Captain America in. <laughs> it's kind of a strange twist, you guys. <laughs> hey, no spoilers! No spoilers! Dang it! <laughs> I thought he was a DLC character only. <laughs> now, Matt, we would... might as well never play yeah. it. Elijah ruined there we it go. for us. I never Honestly, have to pick it up, because yeah. Elijah ruined it. It was, not, it was not worth the experience. But, I really do think it's a, a better game than Fallen Order. It it really just improves on everything that Fallen Order did, from the areas to the combat to the enemies to the story to the graph. Well, the graphics did look better, but you know they had some pretty big issues at launch. But it is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, I agree with that. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Every major title these days has like massive problems at launch because they just want to release the game because mm-hmm. they tease it. Like a year before it's even ready, and they'll show you mm-hmm. test gameplay footage of it, and then it's another year before the game even comes out, and the game's not even ready whenever they release the trailer. So yeah, it's true. And also in these days of uh, corporations like being owned by lawyers and shareholders and stuff, there's a lot more pressure to just get the game out rather than care about quality control at the start. And there was also like this wasn't a problem with. Um fallen order as far as i know but like certain countries will fund games like hey produce a game in our country you know i think it's like a tax thing or something mm-hmm. and then now these game devs have pressure not only from fans but also from the literal government they're in to put the game out right yeah but it, i mean no matter what though it just doesn't really go too well with having a game be perfect on launch yeah, I mean, no game's ever going to be yeah. perfect on launch, but I feel like it's become more of a thing lately that, like, you just release a game and it has these massive, like, either, you know, crashes or glitches where you're trying to complete a mission and you can't complete it because, like, you're walking through half the map underneath it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, also- I think... No, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, no, just on that, um, I think in terms of crashes, for me, it was maybe, like, three or four times in, like, 50 or 60 hours. So That's not it that was bad. annoying, but it wasn't, like, excessive, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, low-tech, I don't know much about the graphics in these newfangled Vidya games, but um, <laughs> uh, I really didn't think that the glitches were that bad. I think, for me, my experience was... I saw, like, a couple times where Cal's outfit would just start moving all of a sudden, or, like, his hair would start moving, or, like, just weird graphic stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it wasn't anything, like, too bad, and I think it did crash once, maybe, but nothing nothing major, I wouldn't say. And you yeah. guys both played on yeah. PC? Yes. Uh, I played on my Xbox Series mm-hmm. X, which I heard, I heard the PC version um, was the main issue. Uh, so it's. I'm glad that it didn't give you too much trouble, Tuck. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Now, I mean, 
also I bought a computer like a year ago, so it's not like my PC's like old. I'm sure right, if I had right. an older one, it probably would have been worse. But now that we've talked about Jedi Outlaws, Outlaws is coming up. That's what I was. That's what I was going to change the subject Good. to. Um, Tuck and I have talked about it. What What do you think, Mac? Uh, I've still yet to watch the trailers that you guys talked about. I've seen some. I I saw like one whenever it first dropped, like that really short one, that like fifteen second one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, but that that was yeah. a while ago. And yeah, did you see the TikTok too? Like months ago. Uh, like teasing. I think it? so. I haven't seen like the gameplay yeah. that you guys were talking about in uh the episode that you reviewed it on, which. Bravo for watching a trailer and spending an hour talking about it. There yeah. was a lot to talk about. <laughs> and also, like, for context, too, I'd only watched one of them, like, right before we recorded, and Elijah was like, hey, did you watch the 10-minute gameplay trailer? And I was like, no. <laughs> and uh, we literally stopped the stopped recording, and I watched it right there and then, and then we proceeded to talk about it for an hour. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it sounds like there's going to be a lot of stuff in there that's going to be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I remember... Elijah and I were texting uh, whenever I first got back, and he was asking me about it, and I think I had seen it then. Like a really gotcha. short, but I don't think the 10-minute game trailer was out then. Uh, yeah. But we were talking about it, and one of the only things that I have, like, concern-wise, is making sure that the ground-to-air is, like, seamless. Because, I mean, you think of games, uh, Tuck, you mentioned it, like No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, they marketed that as a ground-to-air, like, seamless transition. And it kind of is, but yeah. not, like, not as amazing as you think it would be. Well, yeah, it's very close, is how I'd describe it. Yeah, like, you're but, in orbit, yeah. and then you're, you know, going through light speed, like, as fast as you can to get to the planet's surface. And you kind of just break the atmosphere, and then it's just planet. Like, there's really no... I don't know, mm-hmm. but it it must be so hard to capture going from ground to air or air to ground. Like, mm-hmm. who am I to judge? Yeah. I've I've never worked on a video game. It's got to be hard. But as long as that looks really good, and there's a little bit more to it in this game, I, I think I'll be happy. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, I'd be happy if they just pretty much copied No Man's Sky as far as like the ground to air transition. I mean, I think it looks fine enough now. It'd be mind blowing if it was better, but yes, for sure. But I'd be happy with it if it was basically the same. And I like that you get to decide whenever you go into hyperspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's gonna be cool. Yeah, that seems. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how they're gonna do like selecting where you're going in hyperspace, or if it's gonna be like okay, you get to the area in space where you can go into hyperspace. You click your hyperspace button, and then it pulls up like a map. And you select where you go. Yeah. yeah I'm really hoping really... they do a galaxy map kind of thing. Yeah. We didn't get to see anything like that in the trailer. And so it may not. It may just take you where you need to go next. But I'm hoping that they just essentially cut it out to save time. Yeah. Well, I mean, with so many choices that you have and stuff. I mean, how would how would the game know where you need to go next? Like, let's yeah. say you're playing like six missions at once which I don't think will be impossible at all. Um, like, will the game choose for you, or will you get to choose? I mean, I I would think you'll get to choose. But well, I, I mean, there, there's a couple different yeah. ways they could handle that. Like, 
Tuck, I think you're right. You're supposed to be able to, you know, like have six missions in your queue or whatever. And then how they may do it is you track that, you know, kind of like in Skyrim where you track a quest, even though you've got like 60 quests in your inventory or whatever, and you just track one. And then it just had like, yeah. okay, it's in this area, you know, in like Markarth or whatever. And you need to talk to yeah, whoever. Yeah, it just jumps you there. And yeah, so yeah. maybe you just select that mission that you're doing, go up into space, hit your hyperspace button, and it takes you to that planet or that area in space where you need to go to. Or they could do it, like I mentioned, where you go up into space, you click your hyperspace button, and now you have a galaxy map. And that's how they're going to do yeah. the ju- do, do the jumps, because you know you got to think yeah. about all the like loading screens and stuff, and that's kind of the way that they combat it is using like a galaxy map system or, you know, a loading screen. Yeah, or using you flying through hyperspace as the loading screen. Yeah, yeah. Which like uh you know, again like No Man's Sky does that. Destiny does that. Y'all have ever played yeah. Destiny? Um. You know, bit, yeah. And I like that. I mean, I think that's a that's an attractive way to do it, like a very eye eye appealing way to do it. One thing I would really like, and maybe it was in the game tra- gameplay trailer and I didn't see it, but like let's say you're going to a quest and you're going through hyperspace and you know, in a previous mission you lost standing with like the pikes or somebody. And like let's mm-hmm. say the area of space you're going through is like a pike controlled part of space for the mission you need to go to. And as soon as you get out of hyperspace, there's like a Pike warship there, like waiting for you. And now you've either got to decide like, okay, do I like try to sneak in to the planet and try to get past the blockade that way? Or do I just like go through the blockade with force? Yeah. Yeah. Or do I try to get on their ship and try to make a deal with them or, you know, like stuff like that. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I think that'd be cool if they did that in the game. Because there, there is a uh, a reputation in this, right? Like you have standing with different mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. gangsters. Factions. Yeah, factions. factions. Yeah. So I, I think that would be cool to see. Yeah, I, I agree. We know for sure the Empire and the Pikes. Um, we can assume the Huts because we do see them in the cinematic trailer. Also, I didn't notice until um, after we recorded our episode, there's a quick shot of um, Han Solo and Carbonite. Really? Oh, is that? Oh, wait. Is it that one where he's uh like laying down, laying and, down, and they're loading yeah. him into Slave One, kind of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then is um, it Jabba there too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's it's Jabba, and then it cuts to Han. So oh, I'm I'm assuming it's the same scene, but I can't say for sure. Yeah, I mm. got you. So we so we have a time um, period, and it yeah yes, they actually announced an exact, it exact Five and six. time period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, which is an area we don't really know much about. Maybe we'll find out about all the Bothans that died. <laughs> Let it go. Yep. <laughs> I will not. Their story deserves to be oh, told. Oh, another thing you guys talked about that I thought was really interesting was the um, uh, idea that you guys had about like gun mods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And oh, before yeah. I knew that we had an exact time period... I was really hoping, you know, like, we're this smuggler, like, anti-hero, whatever. You can be who you want to be, I guess. You can, you know, do more bad Mm -hmm. stuff or do more good Mm -hmm. or whatever with the reputation thing, just like in Red Dead. Um, But I was hoping, I really want a Star Wars game that 
utilizes the prior weapons from previous eras. Like maybe I find a cache of weapons and in there is a DC 17, you know, pistol. And I can run around the galaxy mm. with a DC 17. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I, nice. after looking at this game, I don't think that that's impossible. Um, yeah. Again, time will tell what they'll do. But like I was telling Elijah on that episode, like in real life, people reuse things. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, um, there's crates in the Middle East where the U.S. military has found stuff from World War II and before over there. You know, like it's not um, it's not out of the realm of possibility at all that someone who's a smuggler in the Star Wars universe would find Clone Wars era weapons. I mean, I think that's perfectly possible. I mean, we know Indy 5 is going to be in there. So, I mean, there's definitely going to be at least that connection to the Clone Wars. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't know. I mean, with uh, with him being Indy. I really hope they do more with that. Like, I hope you can, I don't know, like maybe he carries a, um, what's that pistol that Rex carries? A DC-17. DC-17, thank you. Um, you and know, a like whip. I, I a hope whip. maybe yeah, there's that's a what scene I was of someone about. like swinging like a lightsaber and then he just shoots it. <laughs> <laughs> just like Indiana Jones, yeah. That no, I just nice. want him to have a whip. <laughs> I, I, I a light whip only. Oh, that'd be cool. Make that <laughs> cannon. That'd be awesome. Light whips are cannon. Yes. Oh, are they? They have been. They were in Clone Wars. During the Zagarian episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. We, you're right. Tuck, Tuck was talking about, like, the full, like, lightsaber oh. looks, though, that we see in mm-hmm. EU. Right, Tuck? Yeah, that's what okay. I was talking yeah. about. But I mean. Like, the ones that'll, like, just chop right through a dude. Uh, like, I thought you were talking yeah. about, like, light whips. I do. Those have been in for a while, man. <laughs> I'm I talking about both. <laughs> that we are getting them in canon eventually. Yeah. Well, I could see it in um like the early Republic movie that's going to come out. Yeah. I mean that would that would make a lot of sense to throw that in there because that's when we see them in the EU is early. The only- when they're all experimenting with stuff. Yeah, I, I think it'd be really cool if you could have different weapons from different eras in this game. But I also think, and you guys brought it up uh, during that episode about Outlaws, is what I think is the more rational thing that they'll probably do is you'll be running around with like a DL-44, which is Han's pistol that's customizable. I think that's mm-hmm. more the route yeah. they're going to go to. And you'll be able yeah. to purchase, you know, different upgrades that fit how your play style wants to go like maybe you have a flamethrower attachment mm-hmm. or you know whatever for your pistol and you just use your d-pad to select which which one you want well we know that you can um Pick that stuff up. can like go grab other people's weapons so i'm I'm assuming you'll be able to hold on to the weapons that uh it steals for you hmm. so you can you can pick up weapon enemy weapons after they die yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and you're a little like cute assistant uh, axolotl thing can um, go pick him up for you. Yeah, I did see some of that gameplay where he, you can like tell him to like go jump on a wall or go attack like a guard mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be cool. I don't know. There, there's a lot of stuff in this game. It sounds like that. I think this will either be a really fun game, or there's just so many ideas and things in it that it'll kind of be too much. That's a possibility. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of different yeah. elements in this game that they're 
using from like a ton of different games you know there's like some assassin creed stuff in it you know there's red dead redemption 2 stuff in it with the reputation system and picking up the weapons you can do that in red dead you know you can pick up rifles and stuff Mm -hmm. that you find on the ground from uh npcs enemy npcs as well as you know like you can keep that weapon and customize it if you want yeah yeah i i think this is going to be a game that people play like i love the jedi games Fallen Order and Survivor are two of my favorite games. But I think Outlaws is going to be a a game that people play a lot longer than they Mm -hmm. do. You know, you play through Fallen Order or Survivor once or twice and you feel content. But I I think, I think, you know, there's just so many possibilities. The replayability for this game is going to be there. The, yeah, one of the devs, I, I saw an interview like on TikTok or something. And he was talking about it, and the game is, like, really loose as far as, like, what you want to do. Like, you might land at an outpost, and you get this mission just because you interacted Mm -hmm. with somebody. So it's kind of like a Skyrim-type deal Mm -hmm. where you walked into a city, you talked to this one guy, and all of a sudden, you're on a quest. Yeah. So I I think it's going to play like that as well. Which I really like those kind of games. Actually, right now, I'm playing through uh, Far Cry 5. And it's a lot like that, too, where, like, you take a base and then all of a sudden you talk to this random dude and he's like, oh, hey, I need you to do this or that. And then you're on a quest. Next yeah, I think I, yeah. I, I like that, though. It's fun. Yeah, I think we'll have, you know, like Far yeah. Cry or uh, Fallout or, you know, Skyrim, which are all made by the same studio style <laughs> uh, gameplay where you have overarching missions. Like, I'm sure you'll have, like, you know, hut missions that are mm-hmm. story-based well, yes. and empire missions that are story-based. And then whenever you land on this outpost on, you know, Jeddah or whatever, you have these missions that are specific to Jeddah. So it'll it'll be... Yes, I there probably will be planet-specific ones, but faction-wise, it'll be, de- it'll be dependent on your standings with them. So, like, if you have a really bad standing with the huts, then they're not giving you missions. Yeah. I kind of hope they hunt you, though. I think that'd be a fun mechanic, yeah. too. It'd be, yeah. it'd be a cool I, I way. I know for sure there's the Empire Wanted mechanic. And, like, yeah. different, you know, historic bounty hunters get sent after you. Like, if you made mm-hmm. the huts mad, like, Boba Fett would come after you, and you would have to, like, find a way to escape him. Because, I mean, obviously you can't... Well, maybe, maybe you could kill him. You know, because, I mean, this game doesn't have to be canon. That is true. Yeah, maybe it's a... Um force unleashed kind of deal yeah and you know that'd be another cool aspect of where like there's a you know bounty hunter list and you know you take down all the bounty hunters that come after you and now you're like whichever you like you start off with like a really low tier bounty hunter like that guy from um mandalorian that tried to double cross him in the first season you know like that that's yeah. the first guy that comes after you, you know, and then like number one is like <laughs> Boba Fett, Dengar, Bosk, Forlom, Zuckus, like IG88, yeah. like that'd be really cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a cool game, man. House Dog, what else? What else you got? Uh, last thing, video game wise, is and there's not much on it, but I, I thought it got canceled because it hasn't been talked about, and then. Uh, again like a tiktok or something popped up and i guess it's still happening is that open world like 
RPG Star Wars that we heard about forever ago. And it had that really yes. weird trailer with it where there are these like warriors or acolytes or whatever they Eclipse. are, like beating these drums and stuff. Is this ringing any bells for you, Tuck? No, not and at it all. It has like uh, super beautiful <laughs> landscapes and these planet shots and different characters. It, it got announced like two years ago, right, Elijah? Yeah, or a year, a year or two years ago. Yeah, um, it's by Quantum Dream. Um, uh, yeah. As as far as I know, it it looks like it's still coming. We just don't know when it's actually gonna be here, which. You know, it, this was just a cinematic trailer, so, I mean, it could be another five years before we yeah, see it. Yeah, it could be like, you know, Skyrim 2, where it, it's always coming, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think, like, Cyberpunk, um, uh, uh, Cyberpunk 2077, yeah. the uh, initial trailer was in 2013, and we didn't see the game till 2021, so eight And years. even then, that game... It's still pretty bad. It was a fun game. <laughs> I played it. I never beat it because I just got tired of the bugs. Yeah. But no, I an open world Star Wars is something that I think could be really fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think we're going to get some of that with Outlaws. Yeah, yeah, and I think we get some of it too with uh, Jedi Survivor too. I mean, you mm -hmm. get like, you get a taste of it anyway. Like it's, there's plenty to do in Jedi Survivor. Yeah. yeah. I think Outlaws yeah. is going to expand upon and that. And then the... This new game that we've been talking about is, I think, set during the High Republic, right, Elijah? I think so. It's either set during the High Republic or maybe between the High Republic and where we find it during the prequels. But, yeah, we, we really don't know much. It's open world. It's in space. There are guys that play the drums. Yeah. Alien guys that play the drums. Yeah. Well, I think we know it's High Republic um, based upon those shots. And again, these are just, it, it was just a cinematic trailer, but the ships in there are like, oh, they look like High Republic older. ships. They don't look like anything from the Clone Wars era or the Empire era. Yeah. They look old. Um, who knows? Maybe the Eclipse is just a scapegoat. And they're, well, I was going to say maybe they're giving us Knights of the Old Republic, but we already know they're remaking it. Or, well, actually, I they think... They were going to, but they canceled it. Yeah, that just yeah. got canceled recently. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm not mad about Oops. it. <laughs> That's not a sore subject. <laughs> All right, Elijah, stop talking about it. <laughs> anyway. You're going to um, make Tucker cry? Quit it. <laughs> moving on from video games. Mac, what else do you have? Uh, what have you guys been? Have you guys been watching any Star Wars lately? I've been inching through Rebels again. Nice. I'm trying, man. I'm really trying. I'm trying what, to get what, it before Ahsoka. What? Uh, where are you right now? I say inching like I just started season two. Like I'm, I'm inching. I'm gotcha. getting there. I'm, I'm watching Listen. as much as I can, and then I'm like, I want to watch something else, and then I'm watching as much as I can, and then I'm watching something else. That's how yeah. I'm rolling right now. I'm trying it, to finish it before August, though. It's gonna get you. Um, you're gonna, um, you're gonna hit a point in season three where it's gonna click. Oh yeah. Well, and also to be fair, the reason that it's going so slow is it's stuff that I've seen before. Also, gotcha. So I'm like watching it. I'm oh, like, so you completely oh, this restarted? Again. 
Well, yeah, because I, I mean, I felt like I had to because it had been years gotcha. <laughs> since I started it. So I was like, well, I don't want to forget anything, but yeah, I, I might just start season three. I don't Rebels know. is so <laughs> easy to run through. It's only four seasons. I know you're only four seasons. I know it's just um, like I felt like Clone Wars was so much more exciting. It wasn't. I've been rewatching Clone Wars like slowly. And yeah. I say slowly. I'm already in season five, but <laughs> this this has been like over the it's course good. of like a month and a half too. Yeah, but gotcha. I feel like it's because Clone Wars is addicting. It is. Whereas, like, I don't really feel I don't really feel like Rebels is addicting. But like, like that, if there if an episode comes up and I'm like, okay, I remember this episode and it's a nothing episode, I just skip it. And I go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Valid. Talking about Clone Wars, you'd be very proud of me. I finally finished it, watched through the whole thing. It's excellent, isn't it? Yeah. Really, really Except good. Except for the uh season six. Where it's the thirteen random episodes that we got. I like season six. Well, you're saying like with with Yoda and the um, what the are they Wills. called? Yeah, the wheels. Yeah. I thought that I season thought it was, was an great. Interesting look. I thought it was awesome. I liked that a lot, actually. I, I mean, whenever whenever it was the last Clone Wars that we had, yeah, it was great. But then we got season seven. Well, yeah, but yeah, also, I mean, at the time, mean good. at the time though, Netflix had bought Clone Wars and made that, and made it as being it yeah and then disney bought star wars and made season seven so i mean you know give them a break (laughs) i will admit there so like i didn't i knew about the whole like arc where they uh one of the clones was going trying to find out about the chips in their heads Mm -hmm. and i didn't know that like the Jedi found out about it. Yeah, and I they still they ignored it. I thought they stopped him. They still ignored it. Oh, it makes me so angry because there was something else too. Like, um, like the Jedi just keep finding out more and more about like what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I like the whole narrative that the Jedi were prideful and, you know, didn't see it coming and... But this just felt a little excessive on how much they actually did know and didn't act upon. This is how democracy dies with thunderous applause. This is how democracy dies. <laughs> yeah. Quote Max Well, Girl. the only thing that, that, like, one of the things that bothers me in Clone Wars is whenever they revoiced Palpatine in, like, mm-hmm. the last season with that one guy that's dead now. He was the hotel manager in Home Alone 2. Tim Curry. Oh, Tim okay. Curry. It finally came to me. I just had to think yeah. of things. I did not like Tim Curry as Palpatine. That voice just did not work for me. Fair enough. I don't know. I, th- I didn't even notice. I-, I didn't notice either, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, you should go look it up. It- it's a pretty stark contrast. I will. I will if I remember. Well, yeah, the- sorry. I'm looking through some of the episodes, um, you know, just through season six because you brought it up. I liked season six. I think I think it was a good batch of episodes. Well, that one Hell. where Yoda like fights Palpatine in that like Sith dream magic thing, and like mm-hmm. Anakin's there and like he's fighting for Anakin, and he like almost figures out who Palpatine is because he's like fighting him with a cloak on. And then, mm-hmm. like, he doesn't see it. Like, uh. yeah, but that's 
but that's just really good story yeah no i said i like that episode yeah. that one was cool oh i'm sorry i thought you Listen. were critiquing i was like dude that's kind of the whole point like <laughs> but okay Dooku yeah. specifically tells them you know the sith is in charge of the senate and Yoda saw that that was an old white man, and there's an old white man in charge of the Senate. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, another thing y'all brought up. I don't remember what episode I was listening to, but it was one of the episodes you guys mm-hmm. did. And you talked about Sifo-Dyas. And for the life of me, I know there's a Clone Wars episode where they find Sifo-Dyas. And the Pikes yeah. have had him the whole time under dooku's like orders but during my watch through of clone wars i haven't found that episode yet and i don't know where it was dude that happens to me too like sometimes it's, clone wars episodes just go into the abyss and i can't find them again and then i'll find them again it's in season six okay yes yeah but uh, also I, but isn't it revealed too that that's not sifidius that's someone else no no i i just that's, was, what that's the new site that is Sifo-Dyas. Uh, so, oh. originally, uh, I think we've talked about this before, um, Sifo-Dyas was just a play on Sidious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Dave Filoni came in. And... Actually, I don't know. I think George, was George still working on Clone Wars at that point? Because, that's, sorry. I have a lot of feelings about Clone Wars right now because a lot of people... Trash on George and say Dave Filoni saved Star Wars, but like George Lucas played such a big hand in the Clone Wars. Like he was the executive producer for most of it. I think like the original five seasons that were on TV, every single yeah. one. Yeah. Um, like he he worked on a lot of the episodes. Like Dave Filoni specifically got episodes from George. Like he'd say, Here, this is what I want. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Well, they talk anyway, about like sorry, the basis of Star Wars a lot, and like there were episodes that we later got to see like the early work for, like the one um, mm-hmm. where he was trying to bring. Dave was trying to bring, um, I think Darth Bane back. Or yeah. it wasn't Bane. He wasn't trying yeah. to bring. Oh, it it was Bane in uh, that one guy. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. The Mandalorian Jedi. See, Bane... Oh, um, yes. They do make references. You're talking about Darth Revan. Yeah, Sorry. there we go. He was going to bring Revan and Bane yes. into an episode, and like Anakin was going to talk to Revan and Bane. Well, so Bane, Bane is, an, is in an episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in season, season six. six. Yeah. And I think, I think it might be... It's for sure Revan, but I think it's another... EU Sith. Let, let me see if I can find it. But yeah, there was like early pre-production work of this episode in like Filoni had come up with the whole episode. They had started working on the early um, 3D imaging of it and everything. There's a video of it floating around on YouTube. They finally released it like a while back. Um, hmm. But he and George were talking about it and after talking about it, Dave kind of realized he was like, I can't do this. Like, as cool as it would be, I can't do this because it would interrupt and go against how the Force works. Because hmm. they were going to be, like, full, like, Sith Force ghosts. And, like, mm-hmm. they were going to talk to Anakin and, like, tell him, like, hey, man, 
you're going to be the best Sith ever. Just do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's why I really like Dave Filoni, though, is that he is the kind that wouldn't do that, even though he could. Yeah. I think that's pretty yeah. cool. Well, also, I love Dave Filoni, but he does retcon things a lot. Yeah. Like, the fact that he just... Um, I haven't read it, and I... Listen, I love the books. I love the fact that, you know, Star Wars does this for people that do care. I just don't really... I don't really read the books myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, So, if Dave Filoni changes something that happens in the books, that doesn't bother me. But I know it does bother a lot of people. Like, he retconned uh, Kanan's story. He retconned... Um, uh, some of Ahsoka's story after Clone Wars, uh, and a couple other things. I like. There is a small section of the Star Wars community that hates Dave Filoni because he retcons the books. But also, like Ahsoka's his character. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, I think he can. Re- I think he can retcon whatever he wants if it's his character. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. I don't know. Um, I mean, I I get where you're coming from, though. I mean, I know that there's. People get upset about all sorts of things. I mean, I, I yeah. get it. And they're allowed I, to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's my point, is that you're allowed to be upset over whatever you want. Your Star Wars is your Star Wars. But. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm trying to look this up. It was supposed to be during the Mortis arc, and it, essentially I think they were talking to the sun. I'll keep, if you guys want to keep talking, I'll, I will read through and see if I can find uh, more information. Okay. The Mortis arc, that's the, that's the Force planet, yeah. right? With the father and the son and the... The yeah. Mortis trilogy. Tuck, what Star Wars things do you have going on? Besides inching through Rebels. Like I said, I'm crawling, I'm crawling through Rebels. Um, let's see what else I've been doing. Um, I mean, I've been... Really, this podcast has been pretty much the main Star Wars I've been doing. <laughs> I'll watch, like, an episode of Mandalorian here and there, record an episode on it, or... Uh, I don't know, watch trailers and then record an episode. I mean, I I just don't really like, I love Star Wars, but it's just whenever I'm doing this like every week, I find myself in my free time. I don't always watch as much Star Wars as I used to. Yeah. That's natural though. Yeah. You ever have those ideas? Like sometimes I just think about Star Wars, like different plot points and stuff. And the other day Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't remember my exact thought, but it was something along the lines of like, why did Palpatine even do the war? Like, why didn't he just, why didn't he just take over? And then like, I knew the answer was in the back of my head, but like that initial thought popped off. I was like, why did he even do the war? I was like, that's so stupid. Oh, it's because you guys, I was listening to an episode that you guys were talking about something and Palpatine came up Mm. and it was maybe whenever you're talking about Sifo-Dyas during, I think it was the Plo Koon highlight episode. Oh, maybe, yeah. got I mean, that's oh, when we yeah, were talking about Sifo yeah. That, yeah. And, um... Because Plo Koon's the one that finds him. Yeah. Sifo I mean. Yeah. Finds the ship, I mean. Yeah, yeah and I, I started thinking about Sifo and I started thinking about, like, just the plot. And, like, how many times Palpatine almost got caught in Clone Wars. And, like, how he had to, like, find ways to get out of it. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, I was like, why did he even start the war? And, like I said, I knew it was, like create disarray and like everything in the galaxy then you guys started talking about like if Plo Koon was on the temple and like if they had time to organize like the Jedi probably wouldn't have fallen mm-hmm. 
or more yeah. would have escaped one of the two probably. yeah and i just yeah. started thinking about it more and i was like dang palpatine was just such a genius like he started the war to spread out all the jedi in the galaxy so yep. and seize power in the senate by becoming supreme chancellor yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and like it also was demoralizing the people like a, a long war affects people mentally and financially yeah it's, I mean, you just make like life hard for literally everyone. Yeah, so I just started thinking mm-hmm. about the war more, and I was like, where was all this money going? Because he was like bankrupting Coruscant, or like mm-hmm. the the good side. You know, he, he was yeah. completely bankrupting them for war. And then, yep. like, you know, the Separatists, or the CIS, if you want to be like real technical about it, like... They they didn't have a whole lot of money either. Like, where was it all going? Because even whenever he starts the empire, like, they don't have a ton of money Troy either. Because... Well, they they had the banking clan, the CIS mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Well, and also that's the other crazy thing is the Republic was also taking loans from the banking clan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the banking Nobody clan is just a, thought this is just a shell corporation for Palpatine. No, <laughs> because he owns the banking clan. Suspicious. And then also that's why Anakin is sent. To wipe out all of the CIS leaders, including the banking clan guys. Because mm-hmm. then Palpatine seizes control of that as well. And so that's where he gets unlimited money at that point. But not really, though. Because he owns the bank. But not really, though. Because well, yeah, they but, have to go through at that point, and like, steal from all these worlds and all these resources and stuff. And like even then, the Empire doesn't have a whole lot of money. Yeah, but also well, money point, is they all can oppress. money is all credit at that like in the Star Wars universe, and so like you can get a lot of credit by giving yourself loans through a shell corporation. Yeah. That's where Palpatine like that's what I mean by unlimited money yeah. basically is because I mean he and can just he can just give himself another loan currency too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could just say like, oh yeah, we have ten quintillion credits. By the way, yeah. Exactly, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, I just I was sitting there thinking about it. I was like, it was just a giant shell game. Like there was no money yeah. anywhere. He yeah. just yeah. divided the Jedi yeah. so they would be spread all across the galaxy, so he could take over the temple and wipe, and wipe them, them out. out and brand yep. them. Because if he could kill enough of them, he could brand them as traitors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are they going to say? Exactly. Dude, I was just thinking about it. It was just one of those moments where I knew the answer to all of this, but like, I just hadn't thought about it in a while. And I was like, this is crazy. Well, in the traitor thing, that's why I had to uh, put the inhibitor chips in the clones, because it's a lot harder to make someone look like a traitor if um, you didn't have their own troops kill them. Yeah. Like I think that's a lot easier to convince people that they're traitors, because mm-hmm. well, well, why would their men kill them if they weren't traitors, right? And if you're just an average galactic citizen, I mean, you start to you start to believe that pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the other aspect I thought about that you guys brought up in that episode was um, like how long did the war wage before it was like over, over? Yeah, like after Order sixty six. Yeah, I I had never oh, really yeah. thought yeah. about that before because you know. After episode one, and Anakin blew up the control ship, like they they stopped making it to where the droids were all controlled by a central hub. 
they were all independent thinking mm-hmm. droids, so you couldn't take them out in one blast like Anakin did. So, like, yeah. in order to shut down the droids, like, you had to, like, shut down all the mainframes and everything, or whatever. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. how long did that take before Palpatine gave the order to shut down the droids? Yeah. It might have, I think, I mean, it's possible that Anakin on Mustafar was able to, you know, send out that command. Because he did wipe but, them all out, I mean, all the CIS high-ups. He killed yeah. all of them, so. But he may not have wanted to shut them all down, like, uh... We know that Palpatine's plan was built around, you know, genociding any species that could pose a threat. So I could imagine if there were planets that, you know, had, uh, you know, really strong warriors, maybe he let them fight out a little longer. Yeah, or, you know, this is really dark, but like, you know, make pretend um, that there's a, that, there's a planet that's sided with the separatists and like so you plant a bunch of CIS droids and then you send the clones in to yeah. wipe them yeah, out. Yeah, cuz that's the new thing with and, this, you know, with this new canon that's not like what we previously knew where like the clones were around for a while before he started you know recruiting and the empire was yeah. made out of just conscription. Well, and it's still isn't it a year or more? Well, I, I'm thinking more of like, um, you know, like w- the with the picture. Andor series and stuff, you know, where we've gotten that. That's not how the story goes anymore. Is like the Empire just kind of rose really fast with like citizens. And it wasn't really like clones anymore. Like we see, which actually this is a great way to pick that up with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Because that's early Empire mm-hmm. as well. You have... Um, that clone sitting on the street, which I'm not sure if it's been confirmed, but I just saw a thing on TikTok that said it was, so I'm not entirely sure. But apparently that clone was uh, Commander Oppo. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Uh. I knew that would make Elijah upset. That's why I wanted to bring it up. But apparently that was Oppo. But, like, you know, now the news story is that all the clones just kind of got pushed out with... I mean, we see it in Bad Batch, which is the earliest that we have of the Empire right now. Where the clones just got pushed out and sent to these facilities, and only, like, a select number of clones were kept to train uh, their new Empire enlistees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that is kind of how the EU goes, though, too. It's just longer. Like, it's just a couple more years. But, like, the clones start an uprising, long story short. And that's how they get right. pushed out and killed mostly. Well, I think about it. The clones have to take out Camino in both stories. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, I think about um uh, I really wish this would be a cool show if they did it. Even if it was just a super like small series. And whether it was live action or not, it'd still be cool. But if they did um the like storyline of the original Battlefront 2, you know, story. Oh yeah. Yeah, something real gritty, military kind of. Yeah. Dude, I just want Tamar Morrison to narrate it like he does in the video game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the best storyline oh, of the be clones awesome. ever. Like, where you pick it up mm-hmm. and he's like, every mission is him narrating at the beginning and at the end. And it's like, we took this planet one by one. The screens yeah. still haunt me in my sleep. And you're like, oh my God, you're like 10 years old and you're just like playing Star Wars. And then you go back to that game and you play it. You're not even worried about it. You know, yeah. I play it now as an adult and you go through the Camino episode and he's like, 
we had to go to Camino and take out all these troops that the Caminoans had been cloning to protect themselves. Do you know what it's we had to take out? Do you know brothers. what it's like <laughs> to kill a man with the same face as you? And his scream sounds just like yours, but you're alive and he's dead. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, like Battlefront 2, I will stand by as the greatest Star Wars game ever. And uh, that's one of the reasons is like you don't you don't get campaigns like that in like any other Star Wars game. No, where you have Tamara yeah. Morrison, yeah. Tamara Morrison narrating this amazing storyline on this super old game. But like that's still one of my favorite like clone arcs and clone stories ever is that video game missions. Yeah, I could literally yeah. just listen to the narration yeah. part. Crazy storyline. Like I could just pull up the YouTube thing. Yeah. And he talks yeah. about it in that uh those missions where like he talks about how I'm noticing that there's fewer and fewer of my face around me and like all that's left of them mm-hmm. is Vader's fist. And then soon like that's all there is of the original clones is Vader's fist because that was the five Oh first. And then eventually right. like he's like, and now the empire's in a good place and I'm the only one left. Yep. That, that hurts. You're just like, man, this is crazy. Well, so I wanted to ask you guys, because uh, Seth and I talked about this, the Dave Filoni movie coming out. Have you guys read Heir to the Empire? Like the original Thrawn No, trilogy? but I have. Mm-hmm. I've read the first two of the... Um, Thrawn's, what is it, yeah. Ascendancy? And the first one? Yeah. Super good. The first, the first book mm-hmm. of that series was great. Uh, the second one was okay it was just a flashback between anakin and vader and thrawn on this mission yeah and it it just flashes back and forth to whenever thrawn and and anakin first met to where thrawn and vader on this ship now and i think you brought it up elijah or maybe seth did where um vader literally pilots a ship with the force through hyperspace and not Mm -hmm. using an ava computer yeah that part was pretty cool. That's in the second yeah. book. I haven't read the third one yet. The big difference between the first and second one was the there's this character that's with Thrawn the whole time from whenever Thrawn first gets introduced. And he's like this cadet in the Empire. And they go through the whole story together. And the kid like picks up rank like once or twice. But he's always Thrawn's aide. Like Thrawn takes him everywhere with him, mm-hmm. and it's just Thrawn like going through and picking up more rank, picking up more rank, making these incredible missions happen. And the kid just like stays a lieutenant and gets stuck there. But like he yeah. comes to appreciate like Thrawn. Like at first he hates him, and hates like how he thinks that he's like stalemating his career because Thrawn's an alien in the Empire, and that's not a good thing. And he's a high-ranking alien, so in order for the Empire to like counteract that, they keep this kid like as low as possible. But the kid yeah. like builds this like respect and admiration for Thrawn throughout of it in the first book, and then Thrawn sends him away at the end of the first book to go do something. So this kid is like missing the entire second book. And kind of gotcha. sucks because like their relationship was the cool part because a lot of the first book is through his viewpoint. 
mm-hmm. and it wasn't there in the second one so the second one was kind of weird they also did like this weird sherlock holmes thing for vader and anakin where he would like um you guys have seen the sherlock holmes movies with robert downey jr right where like yeah he where he did yeah do he like things. analyzes the situation and is able to like premeditate what they're gonna do and he yeah. like narrates it the whole time now imagine Darth Vader doing that. It sounds like it could be cool, but also if not done correctly, it would be very sick. I mean, it was <laughs> yes, 100% down to how it's it done. It was cool yeah. the first couple times they do it in the book, but they do it a lot in the book. So by like the fifth time that it pops up again, you're like, okay, I get it. Anakin knows how to see things in the future and use that as an ability to fight a bunch of people. Or Vader does it too, and you're like, okay, we get it. Same guy. Yeah. yeah, same guy. We get it. <laughs> yeah. But no, to answer your original well, question, Elijah, so, I have not read the original yeah. books. <laughs> gotcha. How about you, Tucker? No. Or do you like do you know what happens or No. No, I, All right, I, I going know in blind. I love very it. Very loosely who Admiral Thon is. But nice. um in regard to your earlier point about the movie coming out, um I've heard and what I think there's a good possibility it will be is almost like a Avengers type meetup between Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Rebels, and like all yeah. those projects. And I think that that yeah. Well, and, and I say Mandalorian that includes Book of Boba Fett too. Um, you know, and I think that would be awesome. I really yeah. I hope that that's what it I, is. I think that's already being confirmed yes, and- that that's what's happening. Is that, well, at least in yeah. the TV shows, like, everything's been building to this threat where everybody's going to have to work together. All these all these people who are not quote-unquote heroes are going to be our heroes. Mm-hmm. Like, Boba Fett, Fennec yeah. Shan, Mandalorian, Bo-Katan. And that's, like, why in Mandalorian it was so important that we get that progression that the Mandalorians are going to come back and they're going to band together and they're going to actually rise up because there is this great evil coming and that's why he planted that seed with whenever ahsoka showed up and she was looking for thrawn so we could get the ahsoka show right and thrawn's gonna come back and we're gonna get this like really great evil again and that's mm-hmm. why it was so mm-hmm. important um to have the dr pershing episodes in mando as well yeah so we can see that the galaxy is growing this big darkness and someone's going to have to stand up mm-hmm. to it. And it's going to be all these people that you would never think can do that. But yeah, they're all going to join up in a very like large way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the and movie's going to be freaking sweet. Is all I'm, saying. I'm hoping we get a couple movies preferably. I just feel like it's a lot for that amount of time or I'm like I talked about with Seth. I don't, want necessarily the ahsoka series to just be a setup series but you know hopefully they can they can get a lot of that setup done there and that way the movie can just like happen do you know when it's yeah. like even scheduled to come out is there even a date yet no my guess is so it was announced this year so i would say 2025 2026 maybe. yeah i'm thinking like the last season of like Mandalorian or Boba Fett or whatever they do is going to be like introducing the first part of that movie. Like it, 
this thing's yeah. gonna happen like somehow all these people are gonna come together like mm-hmm. and the show yeah and then end. the show will end and it'll be like all right tv's done back to movies which i'm gonna be really sad if mm-hmm. they do that because uh, and I'm glad that Seth said it on the episode that we just posted the other day about Star Wars being better. Yeah, television. Ve- and I think we've said it before yeah. on the show is that for whatever reason, the past couple of years, Star Wars to me is just like Star Wars is TV now. Like it was mm-hmm. movies for the longest time, and I mean they're always going to be great movies, but after everything that happened with the last trilogy. You know, I'm just glad Star Wars went to TV because it's a lot better, and I don't know if I want to go back to movies. Yeah, I'm really yeah. glad Star Wars didn't die. Me too. <laughs> I'm really Me glad because honestly, I was kind of scared that it would. But yeah, we same. continue, and honestly, I I think I'm I'm thankful, honestly, for the sequels like doing poorly because it set up. Everything what I think now. is yeah. the golden age for Star Wars, honestly. I mean, I think I, I dare say that right now is the best time ever to be a Star Wars fan. And that even includes like when the original trilogy came out. I, I think right now is a better place to be even, yeah. because there's more stuff and it's a deeper storyline and... I, I, I consider this the gold. I agree 100%. Yeah, because I agree. The, yeah, like being there whenever the original trilogy came out, I'm sure it was really cool, but that's all you had was those. For years. Was those between three movies. movies yeah. For years. And, you know, we're in one of those situations now where, like, yeah, the market's super saturated with Star Wars stuff. But it's all mm-hmm. quality Good. Star Wars stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not yeah, like, for sure. okay, you can have. You know, five hundred percent more Star Wars, but it's it's not gonna be that great. But here's five hundred percent more. Like we're yeah. we're in a time where and it's mostly bangers. yeah we're in a time where it's five hundred percent more and it's all good stuff and it's something for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Visions now, you yep. have Mando, Boba Fett, Andor, the new Ahsoka series coming out. Like that, there's a lot out there right now, and it's for everybody. Oh yeah. Well, if you think about it, too, one cool thing that I never thought we would get is uh, we actually almost have like a Star Wars season um, on TV for like stuff coming out. Typically, it's, you know, from March to August is like when all the new stuff comes out. And I love that, like. I mean, we're like sports fans. We we get excited for (laughs) Star Wars season. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well. Mac, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I've been talking for forever. Ed, is there anything you guys want to talk about? Oh, sorry. I did I did look it up. You were right. It was Darth Revan Woo-hoo. and Darth Bane. Um, and it was supposed to take place um, right after the son kills the ah. daughter. Oh. You know. Man, that would have been... There's your sad that, fact for the day. That would have been powerful, though. And wow. so that would have been a cool like symbol. So Dave Filoni fought against it because it would insinuate that um, they could become Force ghosts. But I don't know. I think they could have framed it as a way of, like, the sun is literally the dark side and is, like, not that they were pulling themselves out of the Force, but more so he was pulling them out of the Force. That he was, like, conjuring them. And, I mean, he... 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and then also he could have an object that they haunt. I mean, we know that Sith ghosts exist. They have right, to be attached right. to an object, though. But, like, you know, maybe he has one. I mean, he is the dark side after and all. And even so. then, in that episode where Yoda wakes up, Bane. was it Bane? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, Yoda tells him, you're not real and you're not a part of the Force. You're just an empty shell attached to something. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even think that was a real, I don't even think that was a real Force ghost. I think it was a vision that the Wills showed him. Yeah, but, I mean, we do know with, um... Well, with other Sith, I mean, there there are. Oh, yes, yeah. My point is that there, like, there are Sith ghosts of a type, but yeah. like, yeah. pretty much they're just residual energy. That's yeah, like it. the yeah. the only other yeah. one I, I can think s- of besides the Darth Bane thing was it was in a Darth Vader comic, and it takes place wherever he's building his castle on Mustafar, and the reason why he builds the castle the way he does is the Emperor gives Darth Vader this helmet that was right. uh, worn by this really old Sith and like he put his soul into it and Palpatine knew that it was also a test for Vader to see if he could defeat the guy. So whenever Mm -hmm. you put the helmet on, you're now possessed by this Sith. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Elijah, you remember that guy's name? He was in our uh, top five Sith. He was my number two specifically. Yes, I will. Um, I will look it up. He invented the double bladed lightsaber. Gosh, that's going to bother me. I actually really like the guy. But yeah, so Vader gives the helmet to like somebody and they put it on. And now this guy's like instructing Vader, like, you need to build the castle this way because then you can use all the energy that's on this planet and all like the force and stuff and be able to bring Padme back. Mm-hmm. Uh, XR Coon? XR Coon. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Is that who it I is, Mac? Oh, I just Google oh. any of the random things I've been saying in the past 10 minutes and see if you can find it. <laughs> we'll do yeah i mean i do i i'm pretty sure it is xr coon also based on like what he's saying as far as like as far as palpatine wanting that to be a test because xr coon was supposed to be the most like powerful sith ever um well, and then also i think in the well, comic like he had tried to do this before and he succeeded it's basically a super weapon but he he's trying to trick vader and everything like he's trying to build a super weapon again because he built one during like the olden days and somehow got defeated mm-hmm. and that's how he got killed was like his super weapon blew up on him surprise surprise we haven't seen that trope before but yeah <laughs> and then this like helmet survives somehow and that's how palpatine gets it is it sith lord darth Mammon? That sounds. I think that's that correct. Right. Yeah, Darth Sidious took the mask for himself before he gave it to his Sith apprentice, Darth Vader. Interesting. Also, I just watched a quote. I know we've talked about it a little bit, but I just watched an interview with Darth, uh, George Lucas saying that Vader would have been infinitely more powerful if he wasn't cyborged. Yeah. If he wasn't burnt to a crisp. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. For sure. If he didn't smell like hot I, dog. I don't know. <laughs> if he didn't smell like hot dog? I just know it's been kind of debated in the community on um, the legitimacy of that quote. And I I literally just found it randomly last night. And I, I can confirm. It is real. It is out there. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, like we said, and I think the Plo Koon episode, like, there's a bunch of Jedi that if they survived, the Jedi wouldn't have fallen. Anakin's certainly one of them. I mean, I really think he would have killed palpatine like oh for sure eventually it may have taken him a while 
because Palpatine's pretty powerful, but I think he would have done it eventually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tucker, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Can't think of anything. Well, great. Yariel Poof is the greatest Jedi of all time. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this podcast. Wait, wait, wait. He's here in the ship. Yariel. Yo. Hey, come here, dude. Real quick. Come talk to us. Oh, God. He's got his extra hands out. Hello. <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? Um, what's up? Why'd you hide the fact that you had extra hands from us? Because I'm eating Cheetos. <laughs> You son of a gun. <laughs> I snuck him on the ship. <laughs> Cheetos this whole time. Yeah. And when we ran out of food, that's why I didn't tell you. I hate you both. <laughs> I think we should I'm kill Yariel Poof. Yariel Poof. No, don't do that. <laughs> why does Yariel sound kind of like Yoda? <laughs> Yariel. I'm certainly not Yoda. <laughs> I'm, I'm better. I'm different. I'm better. I'm different. I got more arms. <laughs> I got more arms than Yoda's a short boy. Yoda can fit in his ship. Women like the taller fellas. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to be a part of this conversation, you can email us at animalsquadron at gmail.com. Again, that is animalsquadron at gmail.com. We're getting desperate. We will pay you. I'm kidding. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> Find out. Um, also, if you can review us wherever you're listening to listening to this, that would be great. And uh, oh, we didn't really have a set topic for today. What should we ask them on Spotify? How much do you love Yariel Poof? How much, do you, How much do you love Yariel Poof? Give us... I'm expecting a 10 page essay on my desk by tomorrow morning about our boy anyway thank you again for listening for the animal squadron this has been mother goose and low tech tuck me for the last time for a while goodbye everybody goodbye friends adios